Private Lender Podcast, Episode 117. The Private Lender Podcast quote of the day comes to us from Jonathan Winters, who said, if your ship doesn't come in, swim out to meet it. This is the Private Lender Podcast, the show that shares practical advice and know-how for new and seasoned lenders, from private mortgages on single-family houses to joint ventures on commercial projects and beyond. Discover details about investment vehicles that you won't find at your local bank or online broker. Listen and learn from private lenders and real estate investors, as well as from professionals and entrepreneurs, as they share the details, strategies, and the insight that allows for successful and prosperous lending. Now, get ready to increase your ROI. Here's your host, Keith Baker. Hello, Private Lender Nation, and welcome to episode 117 of the Private Lender Podcast and the first episode of the year 2021. I'm your host, Keith Baker, and I'd like to thank you for sharing your time with me today, and I hope my voice finds you doing more than well. What a year we just had, and it's just another day. Nothing's really going to change but the, the date and the checkbook. So anyhow, wishing everyone all the best in the new year, obviously. <clears throat> so <laughs> if you're looking for practical tips and advice on private lending and how to keep your money safe, then you're, you're, you're in the right place. But if you want to learn from my mistakes so that you can avoid them, well, then pull up a chair and pour yourself a drink, my friend, because this podcast is just for you. Again, this is the first episode of 2021 and probably one of the least controversial. But, but before I, I, I get on to the least controversial topics, I do want to do a little bit of shameless self-promotion. And the first one is go to the Facebook Private Lender Podcast group. and answer a few questions, come on in. And then once you're admitted, you will have, you know, it's, it's just private lenders. There's nobody trying to trick you or no hard money lenders. Uh, I, I'm very upfront about that. If I, I, I connect people with hard money lenders, but the Facebook Facebook group is just for people like us who like to do a private lending as you know, one of the uh, tools in the toolbox. So go over to Facebook, private lender podcast is the name of the group. And if you do like the idea of private lending and you find yourself a little hesitant, then I do know a lender who I would suggest you might, you know, you might want to consider working with. Uh, you can go over to privatelenderpodcast.com forward slash Inc. Uh, for this, it's you know, the perfect opportunity to, to get your feet wet and to have somebody lend, do some due diligence and, and talk to you about the, the process and the loan. And uh, my friend, Paul Limnados and, um, the folks over at Inc. are ready to, uh, to help you guys out. They only lend in the Houston area, very lender-friendly state. So eyes on the ground, boots on the ground, properties are inspected. And that is a powerful um, ally to have, especially if you're out of state, since all, all, everyone in California wants to lend in Texas. So but anyway, <laughs> at least that's what it seems like right now. But uh, anyhow, go over to privatelenderpodcast.com forward slash Inc. That's I-N-K. And click on the link, fill out a little bit of information and, and Paul will uh, reach out to you and, and try to set up a time when uh, you guys can discuss lending and what your goals are and your plans. So again, privatelenderpodcast.com forward slash I-N-K. righty. So 2020 is over as uh, everyone has probably had nauseam going on and we private lenders have some of our own housekeeping that we need to perform or I also call it due diligence or the obligations we need to fulfill by having a private loan. And even though private loans are, um, you know, that I'm talking about here and, you know, we discuss, they're really, they're business loans, but they're still considered a mortgage. And thus the lender is required to file IRS form 1098 and provide it to the borrower, indicating the amount of interest that has been paid on that note over the course of the previous year. 
a couple of things that um, that this is like this is one of the bad things you got to do, uh, and it's all it's it's got to be filed before January thirty first. Although I uh, I tend to get tax documents well after uh, you know the first of February, so or early February I should say, but you got to do it by January thirty first to stay you know kosher and cool with the uh, in line with the IRS. It's for anyone who's paid more than six hundred dollars of, of interest. So if you've collected any six hundred dollars or more, you're supposed to file it. And uh, keep in mind that this includes points that are charged up front, because points count towards the usury limit in whatever state you're in. So in Texas, we're at eighteen. So if you get three points up front, that's three percent that uh, you've got to uh, you're going to have to account for <clears throat> in your usury. So. Anyhow, so that's that's the, uh, the ten ninety eight, and if you if you have your private loan service by a note servicing company or ESCO, ESCO or an escrow company, which I strongly recommend you do, the note servicer will do this for you and mail it to the, uh, the borrower and you know electronically deliver it, so on and so forth. And I have one legacy loan with my partner Landon that I didn't use to demand the use uh, of an escrow service, the note servicer, because he wanted to save the 20 bucks a month. And uh, that's probably the last time I let him, that's the last time I, he has, he's won negotiations, but I didn't cave as easily uh, after that. So I, I still have the one, the one legacy loan that I've got to take care of. And um, yeah, that's, that's, it's really not that big of a deal, but, now that I know it can be done for me, I don't have to worry about it. All I have to do is confirm that it's been done. I'm like, why didn't I? Why did I let him talk me into that? Anyhow, uh, lesson for for those uh, out, out there: don't let your friends talk you into things. Demand what you get. It's your money. It's your term. So, other options if you don't use a note servicing company or escrow company is you can have your CPA issue these for you. You can use, or if you have accounting software, uh, there's a lot out there. But the, the QuickBooks or TurboTax tend to be the the two that uh, are, are most famous in our sort of consumer area. Uh, but there's also online services. Uh, I, before I went on to record, I, I just Googled how to file a, a 1098 online. And there were 10 immediate answers ads. Two of them were QuickBooks and TurboTax, and the others were various e-file for biz or whatever. And it's, it's usually just a few bucks. And I, I usually uh, use that myself. However, for some reason... Uh, I was using e-file for biz, but it, it, all my, I don't have any, something changed the, the format, the dashboard, and now I don't have, uh, I don't have any records. I don't have any legacy stuff. So anyhow, uh, that is a, a consideration probably need to take into account. Now, all that information is in my loan documents. I can go back and get it, but it's just, it's just a bit of an annoyance because this is the 21st century and we want everything yesterday. I myself am no exception <laughs> to that rule. So anyhow, those are some options that you have. In, in getting those 1098s out because like play by the rules. They, they can't, they can't bust your balls, right? That's, that's the way it goes. So uh, the second order of housekeeping or, or diligence is um, for those of us who have self-directed IRAs and notes or investments in those, the fair market valuation has to be turned in and they rattle long and hard about it. And they are um, because it's, it's the custodians due diligence to make sure and keep track of of the investments and the monies, and you know, IRS is going to get theirs. So, it's uh, <clears throat> excuse me, it, 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 it's it's something that's necessary and it's annual. It comes in really four areas. If you if you own actual physical real estate, if you own a property in your self directed IRA, 
then you need to get an appraisal, a broker's price opinion, or, and or a the county appraisal, a district's uh, appraised value. If you have a note, if if it's not amortized like mine, simple. The the fair market value is the the original balance on the note. If you do amortize, then they ask you to add a uh, amortization schedule to to show what you know where the balance is, payoff, and all that fun stuff. And then private entities, you just need a letter from a managing member on letterhead stating the value or a balance sheet that reflects, uh, you know, the, the portion of the value that, that that you have. And then personal property, you have to get a third party valuation from a qualified professional. And this is, I was approached once to to purchase a to mortgage, put a mortgage on a trailer for for, for a carpenter, and that is personal property. And I I stayed away from it because. I would have to go pay an appraiser every year to get, you know, provide my fair market valuation, and I'm not going to c- carry that cost that goes to the to the borrower. So I ended up not doing the deal anyway. I like real estate, not personal property. Just my that's just my personal preference. But again, like what I said with with my notes, I just logged in and was able to pretty quickly do. The, the fair market valuations, you know, my notes interest only. So uh, I have one out that was 30,000 and bam, every year it's 30,000 interest only. It's with Landon and uh, you just keep con- uh, extending it and he keeps paying. So I'm like, great, this is fine. But next time we extend it, I'm going to put the, uh, the, the caveat and the clause in that uh, we're going to, we're going to have this note serviced. <laughs> so anyway, I, um, but again, this all speaks to you know using a note servicing company. It just makes it makes it easier. Now, in commercial buildings and the apartments that I recently got into, these are limited partnerships, and they just recently closed. You know, the the, the, the um, entities were formed, and the properties were just recently acquired uh, in 2020. So there's there's been no changes uh, concerns you know, capital accounts or the uh, the annual valuation. So we're I'm going uh, with uh, some correspondence from the managing member stating that this is confirmed for 2020, uh, you know, next year will be a different story. I anticipate that I will be reporting back to you guys something far different than this year. As I learn. you know, I, I go through this and, and, and um, learn for about these, these, you know, these uh, commercial deals. So I will uh, hopefully do that next January in 2022. So anyhow, to recap, this is the private lenders, January housekeeping and diligence obligation show. Number one, file and provide to your borrower uh, a 1098 for the amount of interest that they paid you, uh, if it's above six hundred dollars. And in your, for you, for your case, I hope it is. Also, follow your fair market value forms with your self-directed IRA custodian. You may have to provide. Uh, you know, for, for notes, it's pretty simple. You can just go get the amortization schedule from your note servicer. Provide that. And the value will be there. Uh, it, will, it will be in the uh, the schedule. And as I was putting this episode together, I thought, you know, it probably wouldn't hurt just to, on an annual basis, make sure that your CPA knows about all your investments and what's going on, and then let them guide them. Should you need it to provide any other information, or you know, maybe sometimes the uh, if you do a lot of work with attorneys, they, you know, they might they may know something doesn't hurt to um, to make sure that your professionals on your team know your situation and are updated with everything because uh, you never know. You never know when, you know, you might might save some money or make some more money. Who knows? But anyhow, so that's kind of the, uh, that last, that third point there was just really probably just a recommended practice. So 
Anyhow, guys, thanks for making it this far during the show. Here's the deal. You know I, I don't charge uh, any money for the show, but there is a cost. And I would be extremely grateful if you would go help, uh, help me drive awareness and get the word out by leaving me an honest rating and review, over, particularly at iTunes, but wherever you hear my voice on whatever platform. Uh, I understand I'm on Spotify and, and iHeartRadio now. So, no, that's not getting to my head. It is cool, but it's not that hard. Anyway, um, it, like, uh, leaving me an honest rating review doesn't take that long. And, and it's, uh, I believe it's a small price to pay for uh, the, you know, the value uh, that, I, that I try to provide for free. And don't forget, if, you know, if you're looking to build private lenders out of your wealthy friends and family and they don't trust you yet, send them my way. Let them know. Say, hey, listen to Keith. He is unbiased. Right. And I mean, you know, that's, I'm here to help uh, any way I can and create as many private lenders as I can. So send them a DM, do whatever you can. I appreciate it. And I believe on the schedule next week, second week in January, will be, will be the, another lesson from the book, The Richest Man in Babylon. Normally it's the first of the month, but I wanted to switch it up a little bit and get the due diligence out of the way. I wanted to take the medicine first and then we'll have the sugar later. So uh, remember, please remember, go to the uh, Private Lender Podcast Facebook group to connect and to learn more and to build a community of private lenders, like-minded folks from all over this great country. And also, I want to take a moment and thank the people of Finland who are keeping this Private Lender Podcast high in the ratings of investment podcast in Finland. And as soon as this coronavirus thing is over with, I... I am seriously considering a trip to Helsinki. So thank you, uh, you guys, for that. I think it's just really cool to see that I, I don't even rank in America, but <laughs> not very high anyway, but in, I'm hanging around the, the top 50 in Finland. So I thought that was really cool. So anyway, as I uh, sign off, I like to say besides self-awareness, I wish you safe and prosperous private lending. And I'll catch you on the next episode. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Private Lender Podcast with your host, Keith Baker. For more great content and to stay up to date, visit privatelenderpodcast.com. If you enjoyed today's episode, please rate and review, and we'll catch you next time.